0: One two. One, two. Doom hold heat and preach nonviolence. Shh. He bounced off speech, come on, silence. On one starry night, I saw the light. Heard a voice that sounded like Barry White, said, Sure, you're right. Don't let me find out who tried to bite. They better off going to fly a kite in a firefight during tornado time with no coat than I caught you. Wrote the book on rhymes, a note from the author with no headshot. He said it's been a while. Got a breadwinner style to get an inner child to going a smile. And that's no exaggeration. The doctor told the patient, It's all in your imagination, Negro. I now what do we know about the buttery flow? He need to cut the ego. Tripping to date the metal fellow, been ripping flow since New York plates was ghetto yellow with broke blue writing. This is too exciting. Folks leave out the show feeling truly enlightened. They say the villain been
1: spitting enough light in the rock shock to bookie you down the bright. I didn't. Right, that, ladies and gentlemen, was the great, the indomitable, the uh, the immortal MF Doom who passed away two months ago. I think on October 31st, if you're wondering 24, why are you just bringing this up now? Who is this guy? Because some of you may not have known him. Some of you may do, but his family, they announced it yesterday on New Year's Eve that he had just passed and a little bit of context about MF Doom. He He's one of my favorite rappers of all time. It took me a very, very long time to find him as a rapper. I I think I found him through The Needle Drop, Anthony Fantano, if you don't know who he is, YouTuber. And I first heard Raid, the song that I just played for you, on Boondocks, a very infamous show. It's a great TV show. It's essentially the black version of South Park. It's, It's fantastic. And it was the scene where Riley... And Ed Wunsler and somebody else—I forgot his name. They're robbing a bank that they own, so they won't get in trouble or whatever. Or was it the Oprah Winfrey song? How does how Doom how he preaches now? The point is is that his his music is played in the boondocks. I love MF Doom. I've listened to Mad Villain way too much, way too much, and I love it. I love it. I haven't listened to all of his other albums in the full context, but this one was probably my favorite as it is with pretty much everybody else who listens to MF Doom. Big shout out to him. Rest in peace, my guy. So today, you know, it's obviously New Year's. Okay, can we get some more MF Doom in? Hold on. What's another song that I got on Mad Villain? Here we go. Most of my favorite songs of this album are very, very short, so I got to go. I really, really got to go fast. This is a song, Strange Ways, excuse me. Strange Ways is the is the song that they have when Ed Wunzler and Riley are robbing the, the bank and 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 Samuel Jackson is playing and Charlie Murphy are playing two of the most iconic characters in the, in that TV show and they're screaming at people everybody get on the ground get on the ground ah! and this song is playing in the background I'll turn it down just a little bit well you can't hear it now. Speaking
0: lavish, people speak and leak it to the maverick. He see it as just another felony, drug arrest. Any day could be the one he picked the wrong thug to test, slug through the best Shot in the street for pulling heat me... on a father who babies gotta eat. And when they get hungry, it ain't shit funny. Paid to interfere with how brother get his money now. Who's the real folks killers and gangsters?
1: Alright. I thought a bar that was coming up um was was like one of the next bars that he was gonna wrap. Anyways, I'm twenty-four, this is my podcast. 24th podcast the best video gaming and sports podcast happy new year happy 2021 hopefully it'll be better than 2020 but considering how bad 2020 was you know low expectations hopefully high results we'll get into alabama versus notre dame notre dame is pissed off because alabama is overlooking them i am overlooking notre dame So, they're not the only people that are overlooking Notre Dame. This should be a very, very quick game. I kind of want to talk about some other stuff as well. As well as an interesting thing that happened with the last episode on the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, all that much, much more right here. 24's Podcast.
0: Sounds to me like that old robbery extortion. The same game. You can't
1: reform them. MF Doom awesome artist. Look him up. Look up Mad Villain. So, you know, for New Year's, I stayed up all night, listened to the fireworks. It was like pouring rain at like two o'clock in the morning or something like that. And I was watching The Office. You may be wondering, 24, why are you, why are you watching The Office at two o'clock in the morning? Well, faithful viewer, The Office, if you have not read the news or Looked at what's leaving Netflix literally today, January 1st, 2021. The Office left um, Netflix today. Early on this morning, I was I was deep into like season five, season six, somewhere around there. Watching The Office, reminiscing about good times. Pam, Jim, Michael Scott. You know, I couldn't appreciate Michael Scott about a year ago, and now I can just kind of understand how... It, annoyingly hilarious he is as a character i was like man i hate michael scott he's not very funny and it's like yeah i think i had a giant wooden pulse shoved up my ass on that one but um you know i was watching it i was reminiscing the office left today from netflix MF Doom died 2 months ago his family announced it the cause they're not releasing out of like it, it, it's personal it's I, I I don't need to know I'm a fan I'm I, I'm not a family member Then what else happened late last night I don't know but something did I don't know hopefully 2021 is better this year and 20 hopefully 2021 hopefully it's a hopefully it's better than 2020 Glad that that's over with. So today, you know, I watched Cincinnati versus um, Cincinnati versus who are they playing up against? Georgia. Georgia almost lost it. They they beat Cincinnati on like, you know, a last second go ahead field goal. Like it was like a 56, 58 yarder. It's a long ass field goal. And I watched that one. I watched that game and I was like, on, oh, like the same kind of thing. And, and now I remember um, what I was talking about. I had this premonition kind of yesterday where I was like, and, and I'll get into what happened yesterday on the podcast. I had this premonition about how how essentially like Notre Dame, not Notre Dame, like the SEC, the ACC, uh, the, the Big Ten, the Pac 12, it really doesn't matter as much conference wise because I think there's certain programs that kind of you know surpass the individual barriers of their conferences. Like for example, everybody talks about how the Big Twelve doesn't play defense and things of that nature. And it's like yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you should underestimate every single team in the Big Twelve, you know? Especially not Oklahoma. And the reason why I bring that up is that Oklahoma beat out Florida badly, I might add. It was a it was a bad game by Florida. So Oklahoma beats them out. And I said last night, I think that's when the podcast, um, I, I think it was last night. I was like, listen, man, or it was maybe Wednesday. It was maybe Wednesday. I can't remember. And I was like, listen, man, it's not that Oklahoma plays in the SEC. It's that Oklahoma has great players and great coaching like that transcends conferences, right? Just because you're in the big 12 doesn't mean that you can be a great defensive team or a great offensive team or a combination of the two and Lincoln Riley as the head coach of Oklahoma has done a fantastic job transferring to what I'm talking about today. And what happened today? Cincinnati versus Georgia. Cincinnati, a team that you would not expect to beat one of the top-ranked teams in the country when it comes to, the you know, the obvious ranking rankings, the, uh, the college football rankings and the recruiting. Like, you would think that Cincinnati would have gotten smoked by Georgia, and they did not. It was a close fucking football game. And it had to be won by a last-second long-ass field goal in that game to win the game, by the way. They almost gave it to Georgia. They did give it to Georgia. So this notion that, you know, conferences, like I think it depends on the team. Not every single team can transcend their conference, by the way, just so we're clear on that. It's a very, very select few, and it's not like it's not transferable to every single football team, just so we're clear on this. It's some teams can go cross-conference and contend with some of the best teams in, you know, college football, and then there's others that really can't. One of those I think that can is Oklahoma. So, something that I kind of forgot to mention and forgot to talk about in the intro that uh, I'm still kind of doing. We're not technically in the game yet. But one of the, uh, the things that I really wanted to talk about was what happened last night. I got super distracted. I fucked up. I get it. And there are times where I will... Say, unironically, this is a bad podcast episode. Like, viewer discretion is advised. Like, the warning at essentially... On essentially every single South Park episode. You know, this show is so terrible that nobody should watch it. Et cetera, et cetera. Right? And yet, millions of people do on an annual basis. Because it's an awesome TV show. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like that discretion. It's kind of like that disclaimer that I give you. I'm like, "I I don't think this is a great podcast episode. I had like... I'm very hard on myself, like, the first time that I wrote, like, oh, this is a great podcast episode, was, like, on Tuesday's podcast, I think, where I was going in on McFarlane, and I was like, oh, this is kind of good, has, like, all of the range of what I can do as a podcaster and things of that nature, so I was like, "I'll, I'll pimp that one out a little bit more than I do all the other ones, it's like, I gotta start, like, you know, like, Acknowledging when I do when I have a good podcast, even though I I'm bra- like I have braggadocia, and I brag a lot and I talk a lot of shit. I'm you know I'm pretty humble. I don't necessarily like to toot my own horn too much, if not at all. But yesterday's podcast, I felt that the ending was so bad, it was so terrible, it was so garbage that I was like, scrap it, get them all, get it all, get it off, every single one, get it off. I was like the first ever podcast that I felt inclined to delete because of how terrible it was. I couldn't believe how bad it was, the ending specifically, and it was the ending that ruined it. So if you're one of the lucky few to have downloaded it or streamed it, hopefully you did not listen to the, uh, or more specifically, the unlucky few I should mention, um, to download it and stream it. I kind of want to just get that off my mind. I may listen back to it. Because I, you know, I deleted it off of the internet, but, you know, I mean, I have it on my computer. And it's like, I don't, like, it, it's not that I care that much if people listen to it. It's more along the lines that I don't want it to, like, be, I, I don't want it to be on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Well, not on the internet specifically, but, like, on my, on, like, my Rolodex of podcasts. I don't care if it's out there because it's, like, I put it out there. But I more care about if, like, somebody's scrolling through my podcast and they randomly press on that one, and they start listening to it. And, like, I don't want it to be a representative of the channel, you know, I guess. So I'm like, I'll just delete it. And I did. So some of the stuff that I'm going to be talking about, and the next couple of days is going to be essentially a repeat of what happened yesterday and things of that nature and we'll, we'll you know we'll keep it pushing you know what i'm saying so sorry if you if you didn't get to listen to that podcast trust me when i say you are missing out on nothing nada zero, zero. but what we aren't missing out on is a absolute master profor- masterful excuse me performance by mac jones and the Alabama Crimson Tide—they're already almost at midfield. Landon Dickerson is out there clapping it up because he's hurt. I think he has a season-ending ACL or MCL, or he, he tore something. He's out for the season. He can't, he can't be helped. Why, why? are they showing the play? Or are they showing the play? No, this is this is uh, the the last play—the Najee Harris one. They're already inside Notre Dame territory, by the way. Notre Dame's like, we want to be aggressive. We're gonna kick. We we're gonna receive, right? Is that, yep, ooh, that's great PBU by 14, one of the better defensive players for Notre Dame. And a nice pass broken up to number, I don't know what, 12 Bolden, or 18 Bolden, excuse me. But I mean... Notre Dame, they were like, well, we want the ball. We want the ball. We want the ball. Kyle Hamilton, sophomore, third team, AP, All-American. That's who had that pass broken up. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What, what is Notre Dame doing? What are they doing? What is Notre Dame? Somebody, I'm calling, I'm calling Dallas. I'm, I'm going to tell the, I'm calling up the police in Dallas. I'm getting the police chief on the line. Hello? Dallas PD, I have an absolute robbery. Being, I'm reporting a robbery. Are you watching Notre Dame versus Alabama? Dallas PD, put on the sheriff, put on the chief, put on uh, everybody. Make sure the ambulances are down there. The fire chief. There is a straight-up mugging going on in Dallas at AT&T Stadium. Get your best men on it. Send out the SWAT teams. Get the Marines. Get everybody from DFW. Get everybody from Fort Worth. Get help. Send help. Notre Dame needs help. They, I, 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 I can't even describe what happened on this play. This is just like the worst amount of missed tackles that you can possibly have on Devontae Smith. It's like 26. Can you at least ankle tackle? I don't know what that is. And then Devonte Smith just runs past everybody, and it's just like, what? Like, I kid you not, they just don't tackle him. And it's not like he's breaking tackles or running like at blazing speeds. Like, dude, just missed them. I just, I shrug, I don't get it. Bang, gets out there, twenty six, doesn't even try to tackle. He tries to grab him, and then Miche, with an absolute stellar block, by the way. Big shout out to number eight, Miche on number four, and that's just an awesome block by them, and Notre Dame is left confused, and so am I, because I just, I shrug my shoulders. I I just don't get that one at all. That was quick. (laughs) I remember, like, pregame, like, ESPN was, like, hyping up the game. They were like, oh, man, like, Notre Dame's out there. We got Mac Jones. Is not mobile? And it's like, listen, guys, I'm sick and tired of the narrative, right, of these narratives that people are building, right? Whenever people talk about people who are unathletic or whatever, you know, people are like, oh man, like, Mac Jones is an athletic and blah, blah, blah. Mac Jones, yeah, hey, he got more back. Right? People do that all the time with Mac Jones. Where's the time where they blitzed him? Perfectly. And he perfectly dealt with it. I got to rewind it to that point where they blitzed him. And I was like, that's a bad decision because every, like, hold on. Is this it? No, this isn't the play. This is the touchdown play. My bad. What I'm trying to, you know, go back and show you and talk to you about is this play where they try and blitz Jones, right? They try to get the ball out of his hands super quickly. This isn't the look defensively. Where is it? Here it is. Boom. I think it's like second and two, or what is this? No, this isn't. The, is this the play that they blitz? I'm not sure. Let me find it. It's during this, like, possession. Is this it? Frick, I'm trying to, like, get to it. Is this it? Uh, No. That's just a little screen pass out to number 19. And then on second and second, I think? Second and two, I think this is when they blitz him. Yes, they do. Okay, cool. So... What does Mac Jones do when they blitz him? On second and two, 11 minutes, 31 seconds left in the the first quarter at the 42-yard line of Notre Dame because they are already inside Notre Dame territory, didn't matter. What happens on second and two? Well, Mac Jones recognizes as the ball is being snapped that that he's getting blitzed. And what he does is he pirouettes out of the pocket, right? So check this out. He's looking, bang, they snap it to him. He sees the pressure. He rolls to his left. He throws the ball outside. force all the tight end, first down, Alabama. And you don't have to have, like, blazing speed. You don't have to have incredible athleticism to, to be able to evade the rush. In Mac Jones' case, he just has to step up in the pocket and make I, – I talk about it. Mac Jones is one of my favorite quarterbacks um, this year because he just makes a bunch of smart decisions. Like, instead of trying to take a shot or hold on to the ball or try and stay in the pocket, when they put, when they tried to squeeze the pressure, not the pressure, but when they, when they tried to squeeze the pocket, when they tried to collapse it, he just rolled out, and he's like, oh, yeah, you're just, you're going you're gonna to try and sack me. You're going to try and, uh, not sack me, but <clears throat> you're going to try and fucking, you know. What's it called? I, I cannot believe I just forgot the word blitz. I need to see a doctor. Jesus Christ. But when, but when they tried to blitz Mac Jones, it was like, oh, yeah, you're just going to blitz me? Okay, fine, sure, I'll just have a quick little pass out to 87 for, stall for first down. Good luck trying. Notre, Notre Dame is trying to run out the game clock, trying to run the ball on first down with 23. The play, not the play, but the side of the football that I'm going to be watching, let me also mute my computer audio. Not the side of the football, excuse me, but the, the specific side of the field that I'm gonna be watching when Ala, when Alabama's defense is on the field is on the left. Specifically on Notre Dame's right. It's where Patrick Sertain is. They have not taken a shot towards him at all. They run it once again on second and three. It goes nowhere fast. Again, Patrick Sertain, he is my guy. I hope. I'm praying. Over the weekend, Dallas loses to the New York Giants. The Eagles beat the, um, beat the, the the, uh, the fucking, the, uh, who who are they playing up against? The Washington football team. I hope every single team in the, I hope Dallas is the fourth ranked team in the division. I don't think that's going to happen because of where the Eagles are, but we'll see. Third and two now, Ian Book trying to look for something to go on. Bang. They snap it to him. Ian looks, he fires, it's caught. Quick pass out to 87. Who is that? Miller? Or is that? I, I forgot one of the guys. No, Mayer. 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 My bad. I don't know Notre Dame tight ends. The only tight end that I knew from Notre Dame was, wasn't even a tight end. It's tech, He was technically a wide receiver slash tight end. Chase Claypool, by the way. That's that's who I'm talking about if you don't know. Chase Claypool. Hmm. First and 10 now. Ian Buck once again in the shotgun, bang. They snap it to him, handoff 23. Ooh. Fighting for six to seven yards. They're keeping it on the ground. And listen, man, what Notre Dame is doing right now with their running game is they're, you know, they're doing what they want to do. They're, you know, they're trying to control the clock. They're trying to play elite defense, and then watch how Alabama is just going to smoke them once they get their offense back onto to the football field. Yep, and number nine, I talked about it yesterday, but I would had terrible thoughts about it. It's Battle, number nine. I talked about how I think that he's one of the best players on Alabama's defense. Completely forgot his first name, but number nine, Battle, I think he's a linebacker or a safety. I don't know. He's a big-ass dude, man, and I mean— he got SIF armed like twice, and it, I mean, it's the two best players on the defense that just made that tackle on that running back in the backfield. It's Battle, and then Sertain comes out of nowhere and finish it off, finishes it off. Yep. Yep. It's Jordan Battle and Patrick Sertain, two best Alabama players on defense right now making that tackle. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Jordan Battle, I don't know where he's going. I don't know if he's a sophomore. I don't know if he's a junior. I don't know if he's a senior. Uh, I don't know if he's a freshman. I hope he comes to Dallas. I hope he comes to Dallas. That's all I can say. This is just me, like, hoping and praying that some of these players, specifically Patrick Sertain, please come to Dallas. Find a way to come to Dallas. Or Dallas, find a way to get him, I guess. I don't don't know. Anyways, third and seven. Ian Book. Number 87, bang. Quarterback read option play. Not even a read option play. It was a design run on third and seven, and yeah, that didn't work at all. So, after maybe one or two first downs, Alabama's offense is back on the football field. mm mm As I fast forward through a bunch of other ads and commercials. What is this? Is this a Taco Bell commercial? They're showing that guy from Stranger Things. Yeah, it is. It's a Taco Bell commercial with the guy with the great hair from Stranger Things. And it's that girl from Modern Family. Haley from Modern Family as well. Yeah. I saw this ad like yesterday or something like that. And I was like, wait, is that Haley Steinfeld? Like, what's she doing in a taco? I hope she got paid... (laughs) That's all I can say. I hope I hope they both got paid a lot of money. Speaking of Stranger Things, I gotta watch it again. I was on my Vita today, messing with some stuff. I had to delete Persona Four Golden, and I have like two hundred hours into it, and I like I cannot fucking remember remember but it's like I did something to it I moved some of the save data over with and it's like I put in 200 hours and I would hate it if my 200 hours just like I I I couldn't recover it you know because I had like a new save file ready ready and waiting and then Najee Harris is pretty fucking awesome it's a big asshole in Notre Dame's defense And just run straight through it for like 15 yards. I'm telling you, Najee Harris, Travis Etienne. I would not mind either one. It's not that there's not a difference. There is, I think, to some extent. Okay, cool. I just got all my data back. Never mind. On Persona 4. Now I can play it again. I'll play that when I'm watching Stranger Things or something ridiculous like that. Anyways, Najee Harris, pretty fucking awesome running back. He just goes straight up the gut, bang, stiff arms, one man, keeps his legs turning. He knew if he didn't get tackled right there after, where, where he did get tackled, he probably would have had like a 40, 50-yard gain. But again, Najee uh, Harris, excuse me, again, awesome running back. I, I'm super high on a lot of these Alabama players. Obviously, Mac Jones being one of them. Pressure comes to Mac Jones. They don't touch him. Gets the ball out quickly to Devontae Smith. You know where I would really, really like to see back Jones play? I think he's the second-best quarterback in next year's draft. That's just my opinion. But um, just because of his ability to play the position, it is, you know, it is what it is. But I would love to see him with the Patriots. I think he is as patriot as it gets when it comes to their offense and what they like to do offensively and how they like to run their offense. Like I think that he is a perfect He His play style is very similar to Tom Brady's He's not Tom Brady Obviously when it comes to Like you know because Tom Brady's the greatest football Player of all time in my opinion But he is Very very similar in Tom Brady and he's not like a discount Brady! Najee Harris! With a hurdle Over a Notre Dame Defender! Oh my god! I'm talking about Mac Jones. I gotta talk about Najee Harris. Excuse me, Najee. Let me give you let me give you your proper respect. Hole closes, he bounces to the outside. Notre Dame defender comes out of nowhere. And Najee Harris said, Why are you talking about Mac? You should be talking about me 2-4. And I'm saying, okay, Najee, my bad. I don't wanna okay, 2-2, two, two, my bad, my bad. Okay, let me Najee Harris just hurdles two not 2-4, but number four. And he just gets all the way inside of Notre Dame's 15-yard line. Oh, sweet Jesus, Najee Harris. Oh, my goodness. Let me take a swig. Oh, my God. You are cleared for takeoff, Najee. Oh, my God. Sweet Jesus bang, just overed him. Goodness gracious. Didn't get tackled in the air. And it happened on Notre Dame sideline. So all of the, uh, so all of the, like, so you could see, like, as soon as he had cleared that guy, you could see like all of the Notre Dame players on the sideline being like, Oh my God. ah oh, God. And then they just put up Najee Harris's, um, <laughs> rushing, rushes for this game. <laughs> He has three rushes for 79 yards, 26.3 yards per carry. Yeah, that's stunned Notre Dame defense sure is handling. Play action. Get him, Mac. Get him, Josh. He's got him. He's got him. Number 19 for another touchdown. They're going big down in Dallas. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I'm calling up the police. I gotta. They got to send help. They got to say I, uh, Hello, Dallas PD? Are you sending help? The Alabama Crimson Tide are killing the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Oh my goodness! Oh, sweet Jesus! Oh God, That didn't last long. That didn't that was that was pretty damn fast. You know whether like people were like, you know what? maybe Notre Dame, maybe like I don't get why people were like like people were talking about this game as if it was gonna be close. It was like Jesus Christ, like everybody knows like Notre Dame's gonna get destroyed, right? Like people were like for weeks, for weeks, for weeks. People were like, you know, Notre Dame's a great football team. They beat Clemson. I don't care who was on the field. Excuse me. They didn't have Trevor Lawrence. Shut your damn mouth. And then once Trevor Lawrence happened, once he came back onto the field, I think they beat them by like 40 or 30 points or something ridiculous like that. 14-0, ladies and gentlemen. Notre Dame, the great masquerader of college football right now. In the sense of they they can't beat Alabama. They can't beat Clemson. They may be able to beat... They may not even be able to beat Ohio State when Ohio State's at full strength. Hell, they may not be able to beat Oklahoma. Maybe not even Cincinnati. Maybe not even Georgia. Don't even get me started, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see what they can do on this next drive. Ian Book handoff, and it, it like it's getting stuffed. Oh, you guys wanna run you guys wanna run the ball against Alabama, who's already up two scores in the first <laughs> in the first quarter. So now what you're gonna have to do? You're gonna have to play in Alabama strength. You're gonna have to match strength for strength. You're gonna have to go punch for punch, right? You guys are now going to have to throw the ball against Alabama. And that's what you're gonna have to do. Because this game can get, can get very out of hand very, very quickly. Play action. Ian Books sets up a screen. 2-3. He's got an alleyway. He's inside Alabama territory. Cuts it back. Gets tackled at the 35-yard line. Okay. All right. They're starting to get a little bit juice going. Okay. All right. Play action. Bang. Bang. Twenty-five goes. All right now. Gonna have to get a lot more of that. It's a great design play as well. Lot of lot of movement. Alabama was a little bit confused on that play. Pre-snap movement, of course. Excuse me, I thought he got tackled at the thirty five. He apparently got tackled at the forty five. Ian Book and the shotgun. Handoff to the running back. Thirty one. Stuffs him for like three, maybe four yards. second and seven now Notre Dame getting a little bit juiced up here at their 42 yard line again no targets for Patrick Sertain they haven't thrown the ball his way at all when they have they've thrown the ball on the left side I talked about it last week with Kyle Trask and the Florida Gators they didn't want to see Patrick Sertain then They still don't want to see him now. What did I say last week? I said they're trying to throw to the left side of the football field because he's guarding players on the right. Their entire offensive scheme is trying to take him out of the game. He's like, fine, don't pass him on the right side. I don't care. You think I care? I don't care. I'll just stay in here. You won't be able to, you'll have to match up the scrubs against me. All the other big players are going to happen on the opposite side. Even when you want to operate on this side, guess what? We're still going to have better success defending the pass than when you go away from me. It's just that simple. I'm Patrick Sertain. I'm awesome. Ian Buck And Notre Dame. Trying to make something happen. Let's see what they can do. Two minutes, twenty-seven seconds left in the first quarter. Motion. It's the same like pre-snap movement that they got him on on that thirty-yard play with the running back. Second and seven. Bang. Handoff up the middle goes nowhere. Maybe two yards. Running isn't gonna like like. Here's the thing, right? <clears throat> this offense that I'm watching right now is the Dallas Cowboys for like 3 to 4 years, right? What they used to do was they may have one of these big plays or they may have one of these drives where where um you know, they'll just run the ball or they'll continue to run the ball and things of that nature. And then they'll get either in a, you know, enemy territory or op- or the opposition's territory and they need to continuous they need a dr- they need to continue the drive. Oh, they ran in on Oh, okay, they ran in on third down. It looks like they got it. But what I'm trying to say is that or not what I'm trying to say because I didn't even complete my thro- my thought yet but what I've seen from teams like this that want to be this run first team, they want to clock manage, they want to g- they want to game manage. Like inevitably, you'll go up against a good team, a good defense that'll be able to stop the run and you're forced to be you're forced to settle for a field goal, right? And against a team like Alabama, because I've seen, like, it happened against uh, Dallas with the Green Bay Packers back in 2016, where Green Bay just ran Ramshack against them. And it was like, oh, shit, like, we need a shit ton of big plays to win the game or even get close to getting back into the game. And, um, <clears throat> and if I can, they almost won it, but it was because of how many big plays they had. But it wasn't because they had this, you know, this game managing, clock managing style of play. It was because. <clears throat> they had to have big plays. And here against Alabama, Ian Book and Notre Dame, they're gonna have to have big fucking plays. But um Alabama's defense is pretty awesome, especially in the secondary. So you either need to have running play um big plays in the running game or pretty much none at all. They try to throw on first down and battle. Jordan battle got there and they ran it on second down and they got, I think, eleven yards with twenty-three. 23 is also having a solid game. Like, it's essentially him and a bunch of offensive linemen versus, like, the entirety of the Alabama Crimson Tide defense. And, I mean, I like the way how he's cutting. Third and one. Book, handoff. Okay. All right. Starting to put together a really, really solid drive right now. I don't know how many times they've thrown the ball. I think maybe two or three times on this drive. This won't work against Alabama. For starters, your defense hasn't stopped them at all. And that last drive with Najee Harris, where he was hurtling dudes. I'm like, I I just, I don't know. I don't know how you're going to beat Alabama. We'll see. I still think, though, they're going to struggle, especially they can kind of, they can play this way. They can play this game-managing this clock management style of play now. Give it another two quarters when there's like no time to operate and you're still down by like two scores. Give it two quarters. We'll see if they continue forward. And then on top of that, we'll also see if Alabama just doesn't make any adjustments defensively and, uh, and can't stop the run. Oh, look at that. We have an empty set. Ian Book. Lone in the backfield. First and ten. Ian Book. Bang. Ian. Looks Fires, yeah, they're really going for 2-3 now. It's like a quick little three-yard outplay or out route that goes for like three yards. And it's to the running back, number 23, who they've been running a lot, by the way. <clears throat> Second and six. Oh, no, four-yard play. Ian Book. Same motion with two tight ends. Bang. Handoff. Number 23. He may have gotten four, maybe five yards on the play. They are inside Alabama's red zone now. They're almost at, actually, to be honest with you, the 10-yard line of Alabama. So they're putting together a really, really nice drive right now. Number 23 really, really, really being utilized right now defensively. Or not defensively, but offensively. And yeah, number 23, Kyron Williams. He's a freshman. So we'll see what happens. Third and two. Bang. Handoff. They don't got him. Inside the 10. First down, Notre Dame. All right. All right. Maybe I spoke a little bit too soon. You know, we'll see. We'll see. Now, Notre Dame is essentially getting everything that they want offensively, they're getting the clock management. It's already been like a couple of minutes. I don't remember when they got it. It may have been like four, maybe five minutes left in the first quarter. Maybe two minutes. I can't remember. Now, it's like there's 13 minutes, 20 seconds left in the second. So they've taken a lot of time off the clock here. But again, like this drive – and again, this drive can – hold on. First and goal, hand off to 23. He gets maybe one yard. This drive will be – inconsequential if Notre Dame doesn't score a touchdown here. Like, they actually have to score a touchdown here. Because your defense, 24, is hurt. Somebody from 24. It's not 23. It's 24. He hobbles off the football field. Hopefully, he's okay. But he knows how important, you know, it is to get off the football field and things. I think he's a tight end. He looks like a tight end. He may be a blocking tight end. But again, it's hard to tell with like the numbers and stuff like that. Ian Buck, bang, they snap it to him. He's looking, he's looking. He fires to 23. It's caught for maybe like four or five yards. And again, it's 23 all day long. But he's got to get off the football field because it's third. You know, because he, his helmet got ripped off. It's third and goal now. This may be an absolute break or a lucky break for Alabama defensively. Because they're not going to have to deal with him on the football field, or are they going to wait for him to come back onto the football field so that way they can run a play? No, they're not. They're going to run a play. All right. Third and goal at the three yard line of Alabama. They get out of their formation, their starting formation. Hold on, wait, what's going on? Yep, they call a timeout. Miscommunication by Alabama. I saw it as soon as as I saw it as soon as they were like Notre Dame was in a bunched formation on the right side, I had Patrick Sertain wasn't there. He was kind of, you know, guarding the middle of the field. As soon as they had gotten out of that formation, the bunched up formation, they had broke up and then they had and, and then like number 9 Battle, I think, was like trying to communicate with guys and uh, guys just weren't paying attention and it was like like somebody like somebody was going to be uncovered and I was like, yeah, that's not good <clears throat> for Alabama because it would have been a touchdown. And then I was like, yep, they're going to call a timeout cuz Nick Saban sees it cuz I see it. And I'm an idiot. Let me fast forward through the rest of this. Watching a AT&T commercial with Gal Gadot. (laughs) Gal Gadot. The new Wonder Woman movie. I heard it was bad. I heard it. It looked so good though. The trailers did. Was it really that bad? I don't know. We'll see. Let me see what's also going on here. Hold on. Maybe another Notre Dame player is hurt. Hold on. Let me see it. Oh, yeah, it's um, it's Tremble, one of their blocking tight ends or something like that. He's, he's, he's out, or Matt, not out, but he's in a blue tent right now. He's getting checked out. So, yeah, I was right about Notre Dame. I thought it was Alabama that called the timeout, but no, it was Notre Dame to try and get number 23, the running back who's been awesome for them, uh, back into the football game. It's, again, third and goal at the three-yard line of Alabama. And, again, nothing short. Of a touchdown here is a failure, and they got it. It's a run play again, but instead of 23, they run a quarterback design run with Ian Book. No, they don't get it. Really? It looked like they did. There's no way he didn't get this, right? Watching his knee. I'm watching his knee. He didn't. That's a great call by the officials. He didn't get it. He sat down at like, like inside the one, right? That's where he sat down, but it's not, like he didn't get in, my bad. That's a great call by the officials. Hey, NFL officials, are you taking note? I'm wrong more than I'm right here with the official calls. Why aren't you, like, why aren't you guys better? Yeah. And they didn't even need to call it. Call it a touchdown. They didn't rule it a touchdown. They ruled it he was short, so now it's going to be fourth down. They're probably going to get it because it's, you know, I mean, they've been able to get a yard and a lot more for the entirety of this drive. So, I mean, this isn't hard. It was, it was a design quarterback run with, like, Ian Book. Fourth and goal. Handoff. He got it. Yeah. All right. So, that was a God knows how long drive for Notre Dame right bang they get shoveled up there's the hole he runs through the hole and that's it right that was a whole lot of running by Notre Dame let's see how Alabama retaliates and again that matters a lot in the sense of like yeah like they they took forever to score that touchdown but it's good that they did get a touchdown for Notre Dame However, and I talk about this all the time, right? I talk about it all the time when it comes to like, you know, the NFL and football and how like defense really doesn't win you championships. And if you can take a top tier dominant offense over a top tier defense, take the offense because offense is better and more impactful than defense, right? So it's like, even though, for example, Notre Dame did everything that they wanted to do offensively when it came to Alabama. I forgot which game I was watching where this happened, where it's like a team had so much time of possession, it was ludicrous. And then the opposition just came back onto the football field and they just scored another touchdown. And, they, and, and, it, and it didn't matter defensively how long they had. They, I mean, I think it was like during one game, it was like a full quarter almost that they had had off. And it's like, oh yeah, it didn't matter. It didn't matter because the offense just went down and scored again. First and 10. 16-yard line of Alabama. Mac Jones, deep drop back. Pressure comes. He's rolling to his right. He's going to run. He slides. Where's the flag? They hit him when he was sliding. Mac Jones, first-round draft pick at Alabama. They hit him as he was. I don't get it. I was like, I complimented the officials, and then he gets hit as he slides. It's like, where's the flag? Second and four after the Mac Jones. Ooh, that was an interesting little weird play or option play. But after the Mac Jones uh, run, he's not athletic, by the way. He's not mobile, not athletic. After uh, that play, they throw a weird option route with, um, where not option route, but it's an option play where the first option is essentially Najee Harris, or it's supposed to be dressed up like it's supposed to go to Najee Harris on like a roll, like he like he started out in motion and then like he ended up on the opposite side of the field. It may have looked like a screenplay. It was a John Mechie. It was a weird, weird designed play. At least it looked like it. And then they go fast on like third down, like as their as ESPN's uh, production was like looking at something else, and uh, then Alabama just ran a really really quick play, and then it's first down again. Speaking on first down, it's another screenplay to Devontae Smith that works. He gained like 20 yards on it. We're going to put pressure on Mac Jones. We're going to really make him suffer. Because we're Notre Dame. Mac Jones is immobile. He can't run. It's like, dude, like what's been winning for the quarterback position for over 50 years? Immobile, immobile, excuse me, pocket passers. That's what's been winning. He is semi-mobile, but he is also a pocket passer. Deep drop back, Mac Jones looking. Fires. Sweet baby Jesus, it's caught number 19 for another first down. And he was also interfered with. rest didn't call it. What the devil's going on with the refs? I complimented them. Then it's like, well, like, I, I just don't get it. He gets prematurely tackled, and then he catches it. That was a really awesome pass. Really awesome catch, too. <clears throat> Here we go. First and 10. Inside Notre Dame territory. Play action. Quick pass over the middle. He's got the Fontaine. Who's inside the 15, 10, 5. Oh, sweet Jesus. Touchdown Alabama. Wait. Hold on. Oh, thank God. Oh, my god. Oh sweet Jesus. Devonte Smith went down hard and I mean he's coming up a little bit limpy, but oh sweet Jesus, he's about he scored an awesome touchdown. He hit his back hard. But I thought for a, a, I thought oh wait, is he out of bounds? I I I don't know. He landed hard on his back. But it looks like he's okay because he's walking off the football field. He may, he's probably going to get evaluated right now. And yeah, that's another touchdown. And uh, that took a very, very short amount of time for Alabama. And again, it's exactly what I've been fucking talking about for weeks, if not months. Devontae Smith already has 93 yards, four targets, two touchdowns, by the way. And again, the whole game management bullshit, it doesn't work against these offenses. It doesn't. You have got to be able to challenge them. When it comes to, the, to your ability to be explosive. So now what, what, what Notre Dame just did, they just burnt out a lot of clock. They just were like, oh my gosh, we're going to buy our defense a lot of time. We're going to buy them a lot of time, right? And it's like, oh wait, it doesn't matter. They still scored on us. Again, by the way, for the third time in the first half. Hold on. You know, I hate to be the guy that said, you know, you know, that says, I told you, I told you so. Yeah, like, again, the whole point with the game management style, it doesn't work if your defense has played terribly against the opposition's offense. And more importantly, if their offense is explosive, like this offense, Notre, not Notre Dame, excuse me, Alabama's offense literally just like ran track against you. They didn't even use Najee Harris that much against you on that drive, and he already has 73 yards. It's like. I just, like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. People are like, yeah, just game manage. Just game manage. Just slow down the, the tempo of the game. And yeah, like. Okay. Congratulations. You scored one touchdown in the entirety of the first half. And now it's like, oh wait, oh wait, are we gonna do the exact same thing again? Are you gonna take another seven to eight minutes to score again because it's going to happen again is that Alabama's going to score on you during the next half. And it's going to be like maybe 14 to 21, 21 to 10. It's going to look close, and I put close in air quotes. But in reality, if this was played straight up, this would probably be a 30-plus point game against maybe three to seven points if we're honest. And the thing about it is, I mentioned it early, right? You can game manage for so long. You're going to game manage your way out of the game, right? You're going to just burn so much time off the clock that there just won't be enough time for you to fucking play the game, right? Or what's going to happen is you're going to have to rely on Ian Book. By the way, they're showing time of possession, 14 minutes for Notre Dame for seven minutes and Alabama has like twice the amount of yards, 260 to 120. And like almost half the amount of plays, 28 to 18. And they're winning by 14 points. So again, keep on just having these really, really undynamic plays, these very, very slow developing plays, these very slow ash drives, things of that nature. Just keep on doing it. Just watch how Alabama just destroys you. And then it's like, wait, we're down by two scores or three scores, and, and it's like the top of the third quarter or bottom of the third quarter, and we don't really have a lot of time left to, uh, to operate and Alabama has just been running track against us for the entirety of the game. What do you want us to do? Defense can't do anything. Mm-mm-mm. First and 10 at the 41-yard line. Let me tell you something. Clemson versus Alabama is going to be very, very fun next week. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna, <laughs> It's going to be very fun. So, anyways... Notre Dame versus Alabama they're still trying to you know slowly matriculate the ball up the football field trying to get Williams involved like he's doing everything he's running the football he's rece- he's catching it he's doing everything short of running not running um, blocking and throwing the damn ball second and nine after a one-yard pass they're almost at midfield as I've been talking about game managing and Now Alabama is starting to key in just a little bit more on what they're trying to do here. Williams once again gets maybe like one or two yards. They go with Christian Barmore, who's one of their big boy defensive tackles. Sweet baby Jesus, that is a that's a monster. I was talk about how I didn't play football in high school or college. He is one of the reasons why. I'm five foot seven. I'm 140 something pounds. Scratch that, 150 pounds. I need to get working out again. But Christian Barmore, big-ass dude, I'm so happy that I didn't have to get crushed by him. Third and eight. Ian Book, bang, they snap it to him. Ian looks over the middle, incomplete. Fourth and eight. Here we go. Call off the dogs. I'm calling off. I'm calling Dallas police. Hold on. I'm saying call off the dogs. Call off the dogs. They're done it's over with it's a murder it's a homicide take your time you can't do anything to help these poor folks mm mm god man so now alabama will get the ball back once again i have this like cramp in my knee i don't know it feels like a cramp it needs to be stretched out i'm trying to like stretch it out something. I'm like I'm I'm literally standing on one leg, stretching out my knee, rubbing my knee. goodness gracious. flexing it out. Awesome. Now I'm fast-forwarding through the uh what is this? through advertisements. <laughs> like I'm fast-forwarded through advert Fast forwarding through more advertising did somebody call a timeout? Alabama's back onto the football field once again. Yeah, this isn't gonna be uh this is gonna be a very, very quick game, ladies and gentlemen. We'll watch the majority of it because Patrick Sertain should get some footballs thrown his way. We'll see what happens. First and ten at the twenty three yard line. Najee. Najee. Najee with like four, not four, like six, seven, eight yards. I think one of his offensive linemen pushed him. him for like five or six more yards not five or six more yards but like five to six yards he got five yards or something like that I just have a question right because I never played football in high school or college you know those towels that players wear right I just saw Najee Harris throw his on the ground and it's like like you know I, like I always think to myself I'm like somebody's got to pick that one up Najee you know like I don't necessarily know if you got to if you should throw it down on the ground and you may need it to wipe your hands with I, I, I just like where's where, where do those towels go Especially when they go on the sidelines, right? Do they get new towels? Do they keep the old ones? Do they just, like, have that towel for the entirety of the game? Or do they throw that towel away? Or how many towels do they have? And how good are the towels? These are the things that occupy my mind occasionally when I watch football games. And now you know why I get so distracted. Because I'm watching games and I'm thinking about towels and I'm not thinking about the game. And another design, literal, uh, quick play with Alabama. It was a design quarterback run. It was quick. And ESPN needs to stop fucking switching the broadcast to the sidelines and show the damn field all the time because Mac Jones and Alabama going fast. They're going fast. When they want to, sometimes they go slow. Anyways, first and 10 now after the design quarterback sneak. At the 40, nope, 35-yard line of Alabama, handoff to Najee. Najee has nowhere to go, and that may have been one of his shortest runs of the season for like three yards. Definitely have the game. Looks like he honestly got got a little bit tripped up. That's kind of why he also didn't necessarily get a whole lot of yards. So now it's going to be second and eight. How long have I been? Almost an hour? Really? Like I've been podcasting for almost an hour, and there's still three minutes left in the second quarter. Second an eight. Mac. Bang. They snap it to him. Mac Jones looking. Quick pass out. Najee. Najee jukes. And he goes nowhere. They're showing Jalen Waddle on the sideline. Is he close to potentially being back in. Hold on. Hold on. So apparently he's out for the season, but I've heard that he is close to being back. He's not on crutches anymore. He's like standing up when he first got hurt. I remember the week after he was like in a cart on crutches and he's not on crutches. He's standing up now. <clears throat> Once again, third and seven, Devonte Smith, quick pass. It's caught first down. What a surprise. I called it last week. I'm like, I think he's the best wide receiver in the draft. I don't, I have no idea why people are like he Jamar Chase. This isn't a diss to Jamar. It's just how awesome Devonte Smith is. I I, do, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get evaluators who are like He's a number, he's not even in the top 10 when it comes to prospects next year. I don't don't get it. First and 10? 46-yard line of Alabama. Hand off to Najee. Najee. Woo! Trying to run through a whole bunch of traffic, and he just, I mean, he may have gotten, it looked like he got four yards, but he didn't. Najee here trying to make something out of nothing. Let me make sure I got the. Okay, good. I have the Clemson game recorded as well. That's going to probably be a, you know, not, it, it may not be quick, but it's not going to be competitive. Second and seven. One minute to go in the first half. And this is also kind of the danger of playing up against Alabama as well, because they can also game manage as well. And then the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, they read that shit out They read that like a book It was like a reverse play In the backfield And they read it in the backfield And Alabama was like Oh wait, uh, this isn't good Alright Is this gonna be like their first Three and out in like a month Not three and out, but like This, is, this may be one of their few possessions Where Alabama, cause it's third and twelve, right? This may be one of their fewest possessions, few possessions, excuse me, where they don't score. That's weird. Or at the very least, that they don't go beyond like midfield. I haven't seen this in like a month. But there is fifty-six seconds left in the uh, the first quarter, or the first half, excuse me. That'd be terrible if it took an hour to get through one quarter. Is that Marshawn Lynch? Yep. Yep. Doing a Subway commercial. Who likes Subway? Honestly, who likes? I I don't. I don't. I think Subway is overrated. I think sandwiches in general are overrated. How's that for a hot take? If you're a sandwich guy, I I feel sorry for you. There's so many different ways to essentially eat exact. Like a sandwich is a meal in bread, right? That's it. I can have the meal. I just don't want or need the bread. Like It's like a meatball sub. It's like spaghetti and meatballs with cheese in it. That's it. That's it. There's the AT&T girl again in that AT&T commercial with LeBron James in it. Like, Jesus Christ. How much money do you... I see that AT&T girl commercial everywhere. How much money do you think she's getting paid... You know, obviously she's an actress and stuff like that, but it's like, I'm pretty sure she's fine with uh, the role of AT&T girl over like, you know, being at a TV show or a TV series and having, you know, having to constantly audition, maybe not audition, but like fucking, you know, do TV shit or whatever. She only has to record one commercial and it gets blasted out all the time. Does she get a percentage of how much, like, does she get paid for how many times they roll that ad or does she not, or did did she just get paid a lump sum? I don't know. Anyways, yeah, Alabama has to fucking punt. They miss um, a wide receiver on like a miscommunication. Like Mac Jones was throwing an out route. I think Meecher number eight was running some type of in cut. Did not work. Alabama will have to punt, but it doesn't matter. I'm sitting down. Reason why it doesn't matter. Notre Dame's not gonna score. It's 21 seven right now, Alabama is on fire. Let me charge my, God damn, let me charge it. Ugh. Sorry about that. legs are tired. Anyways, Mm -hmm. with 37 seconds left in the ballgame, or not in the ballgame, in the second quarter, Notre Dame is going to have to go fast. And again, whole synopsis of this game is, listen, Notre Dame needs to start scoring quickly And um, Well this is a way Ian Book just ran for like 20 to 30 yards Brian Kelly Notre Dame's Oh he's telling him to spike it Right Yep I was like is he telling him to throw a ti- uh, to Is he telling him to like You know that he's about to call a timeout Nope They're not but yeah, even a field goal here doesn't matter because you're still down by two scores. You need a touchdown. That should be the... the again, every single time Notre Dame goes o- onto the football field, the objective is touchdown. Touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Even a field goal at the end of the half, it's like, oh, you guys got a field goal? Oh, wait, like we're, like we're still up by two scores, bro. Like, we don't care. 19 seconds left. They're getting drunk plays. I'll give them that. They're already inside... Alabama's territory with like 18 seconds left. Well, who knows? Maybe they will score a touchdown. Maybe they'll make this game a lot more interesting than what I actually thought it was. Who knows? Maybe, you know, I don't mind being wrong. We'll see if I am the wrong, though. Second and 10. And if you're wondering, have they thrown the ball to Patrick Sertain? No. No, they have not. I'm waiting. Oh, that was terrible. Ian Book just like flicked the ball to 23 who fell down and he still caught it. I think the rest blew the play dead or something like that. Regardless, the clock should be starting, right? This should be—this is a completed pass, right? Yeah, that that's 1,000% completed. So why did they—they, they like, blew the play dead or something, right? I don't know. Yeah, but Notre Dame does call a timeout, their final one of the half. I'm just going to fast forward through this uh, through this part of the game because Notre Dame, regardless, like, unless they hit a touchdown here, it doesn't matter, and it's 13-11, so it's like, who cares? Ian Book, bang, deep drop back, quick pass, 23, the check down. He doesn't get it. So now they're going to hit a kick, a really, really hard field goal. It doesn't matter if they make it, which it looks like they don't. So now Alabama just takes the knee on the ensuing, on the ensuing play where the kicker missed a, a kicker or, or, excuse me, a field goal. And then Alabama just walks to the end zone or not the end zone. To the locker room they take the knee bang they give it to the referee and then it's I mean it's just utter domination and what Notre Dame has essentially done is they've slowed down the bleeding just a little bit by winning in time of possession but not in points it's 21 to 7 and again if they hadn't you know have uh, have have had such a long ass period of time with time of possession then guess what? This game wouldn't even fucking be close. But because they have, it's 14-7, or 21-7 with a 14-point deficit. And now Alabama, because Notre Dame received at the first half, Alabama's going to get the ball in the second half. So, great job for Notre Dame, essentially doing a whole lot of nothing in the first half and Alabama, securing essentially this win very, very shortly on. They're showing Dabo Sweeney, by the way, and it looks like Ohio State. Dabo and the Clemson Tigers in Ohio State leaving to go to the, uh, the facility. Let me take a swig. Hold on. Yep. There's all of the Ohio State Buckeye players leaving their hotel, going to the football field, and then you have the Clemson Tigers and Dabo Sweeney. owing to the facility. All right. As I fast forward through their god-awful long-ass halftime, which makes literally no, which makes no sense, excuse me. I I just, I don't, I have no bleeping idea why halftime Is that long, or is this long? Like they go into a halftime, they show the highlights for this game. They show Dabo and Ohio State getting on their respective buses, and then they're like, "Hey guys, once we come back from commercial, we'll show highlights and talk about Cincinnati versus fucking um fucking what, what else? What else? Cincinnati versus Georgia, and then we're gonna come back again and talk a little bit more about Alabama versus." versus uh, Notre Dame it's like how long of a halftime do you need to have that's such a long ass halftime I mean I may run out of fast forward because the ESPN broadcast fucking started at like th- like 420 ironically enough it was some. it was so stupid to see how long it took for the broadcast to like start the actual game to start excuse me but the broadcast started at four o'clock it didn't get started the game didn't get started at like until like 4:20, so that's what I'm juiced up about. They're showing Devonte Smith. It looks like run back from the locker room. Someone like that. There he is. He's about to step out onto the football field, and he's about to continue forward where um where Alabama kind of left off. <laughs> oh. I'm not even going to get that juiced up about it. Not really going to get juiced. Just going to be a little bit more calm, a little bit more controlled, a little bit more poised. Just going to chill out. Game's already won. Now, all that's left is just evaluating players and things of that nature. Najee Harris has been awesome, by the way, this game. Obviously, Devontae Smith and Mac Jones has as well, but, I mean, Najee Harris. Oof, man. Like, first and ten. Notre Dame trying to swarm. They get, like, three yards on the first run play from scrimmage. Excuse me. Only two yards. Jesus Christ. I mean, hell, man, at least Notre Dame is doing a pretty good job at controlling Najee. Oh, that's cute. Alabama just did the same motion play that Notre Dame has been doing like all throughout the uh, the entirety of the second quarter. Yep. Yep. Notre Dame shows blitz. Alabama picks it up. Oh, sweet Jesus. Devontae Smith with an absolute star studded. And again, Notre Dame was just showing blitz and Mac was just reading it and they just picked it up. Of course they did. Bang play action, they hand it off properly, and then Devontae Smith just goes up for an acrobatic circus-ass catch. I mean, good God, man. They have not stopped him yet. Bang, goes up the field, and then catches an absolute sweet ball. My, maybe, not a sweet ball. It, it was really, really fucking high by Mac. But, I mean, that was a sweet catch by Devontae Smith and they're already by the way at like the 47 48 yard line of Notre Dame or not a Notre Dame excuse me 49 yard line of Alabama so they're almost across midfield Najee only gains like maybe three or four yards already across midfield this is a This is a no bueno worst case situation for Notre Dame. Because your ass needs to get off the football field in a hurry. Second and seven. Mac Jones. Bang. Quick pass. Not even quick pass. He's just waiting. Trying to be mobile. Buying time for Najee. And he does. He gains five yards on the plate. Now it's going to be third and one. I talked about it like a couple of days ago. There's this journalist. Her name is Allison Williams. She looks so tired. Like a couple, I feel I felt so bad for her. I'm like, why is that girl so? She looks a little bit more refreshed today. She doesn't look like as tired. I forgot which game she was covering. She's covering one game. You can tell that girl has not slept. At all in the last couple of days I just have to ask her What have you been doing It's like you like I I mean I get it You know sideline reporting You're standing up for like three hours For women specifically No they're not standing up in heels right You know they're wearing like tennis shoes Yeah I've seen I've seen what they wear Wearing like sneakers right It's like you know standing up for three hours Isn't necessarily a whole bunch of fun You know walking around and stuff like that But it's like still like I don't know man like why are you so tired it's like what do you do at night I mean like I I don't I don't know what sideline reporters do but it's like the amount of work that needs to be done should be like very very little you know you know work smarter not harder you know at least that's what I'm trying to do naturally I don't try and do it artificially but it's like you know naturally you get smarter you stop working as hard I was like I just I have no idea why she looks so tired when it's like, her job is just like, I, I it's so easy to me at least, you know, besides like, you know, the actual job itself of standing up and stuff like that for three hours. It sucks, but it's like, you know, it's like, it, I, I don't know why she looks so fucking tired. Anyways. Um, as I like continue to monologue about how a sideline reporter looks tired, Alabama has been trying to get Najee Harris involved a lot more in their offense. And um, it kind of hasn't worked. They're now, it's now third down. Also, I don't want to seem rude. You know what? I think I know why she, is she pregnant? They show like the top half, you know, they show like their faces, but they don't show like their full bodies or whatever. And I've seen, maybe, I don't want to, yeah, I shouldn't have gotten into this conversation. But um, like, I've seen a lot of like sideline reporters that are like pregnant like, stupidly pregnant. Like, nine months pregnant. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like, the, like they're showing, right? So, they look super pregnant. So, I'm like, maybe that's why she's tired. I don't know. But she doesn't look pregnant, is what I'm trying to say. It's just, like, a lot of the ESPN sideline reporters, they kind of look the same. So, I don't know if she's pregnant or not. She probably isn't, but I, again don't like this this is this conversation has kind of gone off the uh the wire right now anyways for like the second time today oh my gosh something super foreign alabama is forced to punt again Hmm. all right notre dame starting to get the looks that they want Let's see if Ian Book and company can make a play and you know like capitalize on Alabama not scoring for the upteenth time. Goodness gracious, how many commercials are they gonna show? Showing like the Snoop Dogg Corona advertisement where he's on the beach, you know, not the one where he's like talking to Bad Bunny and he's like, "Where are you, player?" In Bad Bunny's night, it's not Blaya. it's not player, it's Blaya. Like, it, like who wrote this script, man? Jesus Christ! I really hope that that wasn't like the often, uh, like the. I, I hope that wasn't like the authentic reaction of like those two guys talking because that was terrible. <laughs> Holy smokes! Once again, they're showing Clemson entering to the Mercedes-Benz Stadium for what reason? I don't really know. It's like, hey, ESPN, maybe focus on the game instead of on the other game that's going on. So now Alabama coming out of the locker room. They're like, oh, you're going to run the ball? We're going to stop it. And you don't even have 23. Where's 23? 23 wasn't even on the sideline. Or not on the sideline, but he's not on the field right now. I guess they're giving him a break. Ian Book. Quick gaming them. Like six seven yards. I can't even evaluate Patrick. Like it's again, it's like it's it's the opposite of what happened against Georgia, where they threw to Patrick Sertain a couple of times. Now they're not throwing to him at all. I don't know if he got a target at all. Here's twenty three on third down. Here we go. Let's see what happens. and all these different guys lined up, third and four. Ian Book bang, 23 goes out in the flat, and it's caught for a first down. Jesus Christ, they're using the shit—they are using him a lot. I was, I was about to say they're using the shit out of him. That would have sounded weird. You know, some I gotta rein in the cursing just a little bit. It makes me sound unintelligible. You know it's like the only thing that I say is bleep, 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 F word, F word, F word, S word. I just curse all the time. And it's only the two curse words that I use. So I'm going to try not to curse so much, not because it's bad. It's just, I don't know. My vocabulary is becoming extremely limited on the podcast. I'm in a rocking chair right now, like a rocking leather chair. I don't know, and I'm rocking myself with, like, one foot, which is why I may sound weird right now. I don't know if the rocking is making me more tired because I'm a little bit tired or less. It's making me more. Let me stand up. I'm like, it's making me more tired. Let me stand up. But I don't want to stand up. Second and seven, Ian Book. Bang, they snap it to him. Ian, quick pass. They're quick gaming. It's caught for, like, maybe 10 yards. To the tight end, number 87, Michael Mayer. Three targets, two receptions, 16 yards. Okay. We can work with that. First and 10 at the 34 yard line of Notre Dame. Meyer. Mayer. Like John Mayer. In the slot. Pitch blade at 25. Certain is out there and he's got him. I mean, like an absolute black panther in the African safari trying to hunt down and tackle a wounded antelope. Patrick Sertain says, get me involved in the play. I am extremely bored out there. So Notre Dame said, sure, we you. Pitch play, bang, Sertain out there, gets him, tackles him. Whew. Money. They're showing... Patrick Sertain's family out there watching him play. Second and seven. Ian Book. Bang, they snap it to him. Book pumps, rolls to his right. He's got Oh no, he doesn't. Intercepted. Number eight, Alabama. That's not what you want if you're Notre Dame. That's exactly what you want if you're Alabama. Oh, sweet Jesus, they've been trying to nick on Diamond all day on day. And Amber says, I'll get you one. Harris on the pick in coverage. Alabama's ball. Let me take this away. Alabama. Absolutely on fire right now. And now what are you going to do? What are you going to do if you're Al- not Alabama. I was about to say Clemson, Notre Dame. What are you going to do now? You stopped him twice in the last two drives. Can your defense do it again? Probably not. Let's see it. It's like a blue moon. It's like extremely rare to stop him. Stop him twice? That's like a purple or red moon or some other weird-ass color. And just on cue, John Miche runs all the way inside almost a 20-yard line. Of Notre Dame gets a block by his buddy Devontae Smith and let me tell you something about some of these young wide receivers I don't know who put juice in their teacups but these guys love to block oh my god man and Devontae it was CeeDee Lamb last year and now it's Devontae Smith I don't know what who put juice in their sippy cups some of these guys are jacked and juiced up and they're like hey man what do, what do they call Devonte? The Slim Reaper? That's what they call him, the Slim Reaper, because he's skinny. Or he looks skinny, but really, if you put him next to me, he, he would be jacked, because I'm skinny. I mean, holy smokes, man. John Miche, three targets, two receptions, 43 yards. Mac Jones, play action, looking, looking, incomplete. Whoa! Whoa now. And let me tell you something, refs have been unkind to Najee Harris. They missed like a horse collar tackle against one of the defensive players. They also just missed a a personal foul where this linebacker comes out of nowhere and takes a shot on Najee and they don't throw the flag and then they throw a holding flag on one of the Alabama offensive linemen and it's like, hey refs, can we get Najee a call please? One of the best running backs in college football, he can't get a damn call. Disgraceful. Hold on. Anyways. I had to spit out my gum. Person 20. They are inside Notre Dame territory. What is going on? The rest, they have to have a, you know, a, a talk to one another before that we can play football now. What is it? What is going on? Okay, so now the rest, they allow us to play football now. Cool. Awesome. First and 20. Mac Jones. Bang. Play action. Mac. Pumps. Dump off. Najee. Stiff arms. Big stiff arm. It's maybe six, maybe seven yards. Six minutes, 38 seconds left. On second down. They're only like, maybe 10 yards away now. Yeah, second and 10. Did I say he got five yards? I don't know how many yards he got. He got, he's, he's got a lot of yards, man. He's got 3k all day all-purpose yards, like 40-something. Does he have 44 touchdowns? Did I read that right? He has 3,742 yards, 44 touchdowns as a running back for Alabama. Oh, sweet Jesus. Second and 10. Bang. Handoff. Najee up the field. Like five or six yards, man. I'm telling you. A lot of people, they're like, Austin awesome, Etienne is the best running back in the draft. I'm like, mm, I've seen both of them. I like Najee a lot. I think you can't go wrong with either one of them. I love how, like, my literally my entire purpose for watching college football is to, is, is I like the sport, I like football, but it's literally to understand, like, draft prospects significantly better Mac Jones a lot of time rolling to his left he's gonna take off he's got an alleyway and he's gonna slide for first down oh no he's a little bit ill maybe a bandage or something came off something like that I don't know he slid awkwardly on like his left leg that was a weird ass slide he's got to work on his slides And he has, like, a cut, it looks like, on his left leg. And it looks like that's what happened. Like, when he slid, he landed awkwardly on his left leg. And he probably may have, like, cut it up a little bit more or something. I'm not sure. First and goal now. Bang, they snap in a Mac. Quick pass. Is it? It's caught for a touchdown. Devontae Smith. Easy, 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 easy. Easy, 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 easy. Money Twenty-eight to seven. Alabama roll tide. Roll tide. How many touch how many touchdown receptions? He has twenty touchdown receptions. First in in SEC single season history. Jesus Christ! And it's gracious twenty reception touchdowns. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, Jamar Chase. I think he's better than him. I don't know what people are talking about, but I I, I don't I, I don't know who people are talking about, but I'm telling you, man. Devonte Smith, he's probably the best running back or not running back wide receiver in this year's draft. I just realized how like dark it is outside. It's like pitch black. Jesus Christ. It's like sunny when I first started a podcast and now it's like pitch black outside and now they're showing all of Devontae Smith's touchdown pass passes. Excuse me. Oh, my gosh. They're showing Mac Jones as well. Oh, no, they're just showing Mac Jones' touchdowns. Devontae Smith, bang, right there on that out route. Had the toe drag swag. Would have been caught for a touchdown in the NFL. Got both feet in. First and 10 at the 25-yard line of Notre Dame. 28-7, to down by 21 points. Four minutes fifty eight uh fifty-seven seconds left and they get maybe five yards on that play. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Let me fully recline here. Hold on. Going fully recline for like a couple of minutes. I need to take a nap after this podcast. <laughs> oh my god. Not because this game is boring. I'm just tired. Second and six. Ian Book play action. He's rolling to his right. He wants to go deep. He wants to take a shot. And he takes a shot all right to the uh, to one of the athletic trainers out of bounds. Flags fly on the field though. Probably on Alabama. Let's see it. Let's see it. Personal foul roughing the passer defense. Yep. Bang. Bang. I don't know. I don't know. They got 47 on it. I don't know. First and 10 now after the roughing the passer penalty. I mean, he pumped. He he like he pumped and the defense of the, the defender had gone up and backed off and then he had pulled it down and then he had thrown it. And when he had thrown it, he, he took a shot. And it's like, yeah, that's that's kind of what's supposed to happen. I don't think that's PI, or not PI, but I don't think that's a personal foul. First Person and 10 now. 44 yard line of Notre Dame. Bang, Ian. Pressure comes. It's number 5 8 for, for, uh, for I was about to say, Notre Dame. For Alabama Christian Barmore, I completely forgot his last name. Goodness gracious, an absolute mammoth of a man. Gets Ian Book once again, bang, gets up, hands up, says, you will not be able to block me, you won't be able to throw this ball on me. And he gets after Ian Book, and he grabs him, and Ian Book can do all he can to hold on to the football. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a beautiful sack. By Christian Barmore. Anyways, oh no, Ian Books down. Damn, let me see this play again. What happened? Bang. He may have hit one of his knees really, really hard on the ground. Fast forwarding through a bunch of commercials. Is it weird that I, I feel more comfortable fully reclined, but at the same token, I also feel way more regenerated and reduced. Juiced up when I'm reclined right now. I don't feel as tired. I feel ready to go. I feel ready to cast this dog on podcast. Let me see what happens to Ian Book. Bang. It's one of his knees on the ground. And Brian Kelly is shouting at his offensive lineman because he's like Ian Book is our quarterback. Can we protect him? They're like maybe 23 on second and 24 goes for like maybe two yards. Drew Pine Freshman out of New Canaan or New Canaan, Connecticut, however you say that. I'm from Texas. I don't know any towns in Connecticut. Third and 23. I don't know his name. Drew Pine. There we go. Drew Pine. Let's see what he can do. Given Alabama the hard count. Bang. They snap it to him. Pine going. Fires. Eleven. Nada. Gains like five or six yards. Notre Dame's going to have to go onto the football field, and Alabama is coming back onto the football field, and Avante Smith, this absolute manimal. I'm going to call him the Wolverine. No, that doesn't make any sense. No, you try and find nicknames for players, and the majority of them just don't work. (laughs) Oh, my God. He gets tripped up by one of his own players and one of his other, like, it's friendly fire, like, one of his, one of his own teammates gets hurt, and it's like, hey, ESPN, can we cut it out with the CGI things? Goodness gracious, man. Because, like, I wanted to see if another Alabama player was hurt. Jesus Christ, man. What is this shit? What am I watching right now? Anyways, they don't have any report on me about the other player that went down. First and 10. Mac Jones is back onto the football field with the Alabama Crimson Tide. Roll Tide. Four stall on first and 10, gains 10 yards on a little out out route that he takes for another like 5 to 10 yards. Gains first down. It's like 5 yards. I think it was like a five-yard gain after he caught the ball. But he caught the ball for five yards, and then he took it up the field for five yards. So it's like a ten-yard gain. I don't know why I broke it down like that. First and ten, Mac Jones. And the shotgun, Mac Jones. Bang, they snap to him. Mac, handoff, Najee, and he goes nowhere. You know, I've, uh, I've recently stopped sleeping with pillows on my bed, you know, I I just, I just did it out of a whim, and I kid you not, that night did not have a headache, did not have a headache at all, and I usually do, and then I, like, take naps without pillows, and then I, like, I just went from, like, having three pillows in my bed to now having, like, one, no, not even one, but, like, zero, it's, like, now I have way too many pillows instead of having, like, three, I have none, and I just keep moving them from my bed to my chair that I'm sitting in right now, and then back and forth, like, right now, they're in my bed, because I'm not using my bed, I'm gonna take, like, a 30-minute nap before I cast the next podcast, and then I'll move them back to my bed after that, but it's like, they're in my bed right now, they're about to be in my chair after this podcast ends, they're gonna be back in my bed very soon, anyways, yeah, it's like, it's weird, it's like, i try to use a whole bunch of different pillows all my life and then it turns out I don't need pillows to be comfortable at all first and 10 44 yard line oh wait they bring the whole house for Matt Jones on first and 10 and he has to throw the ball on the turf 18 seconds left in the ball game so yeah they're not going to get blown out by like 50 points and some people are going to say well wow Notre Dame's defense really did a number on Alabama's and it's like sure if you want to consider that you know, Alabama had a punt twice and they didn't score 50 points and things of that nature, sure, fine. I guess you can say that they did a number on Alabama's defense. Or not Alabama's defense, Alabama's offense. But, I mean, again, if Notre Dame's offense was trying to go fast, like Alabama, Alabama's is, they, they would 1,000% would have lost this game. They need to start throwing the ball essentially on every single play, on every single drive. Or they need to get big plays in the run game as well. To like have a shot at winning this game, and to be honest with you, they just need to go fast. We'll see how much or how little of that actually like becomes true. If you want my honest opinion about it? Because I've seen most coaches do this; they kind of just like become incredibly reactive instead of proactive. So they'll just wait to get murdered over actually doing the murdering themselves. You know what I'm saying? Instead of going out to face Chucky, they'll stay in their room and. Let Chucky come to them and murder them, you know. They're showing Austin awesome Etienne right now warming up. Is that Austin Etienne? I feel like I know what he looks like. That's him, right? Not sure. Yeah, that's him. That's him warming up in Mercedes. They keep going to that broadcast as if what we're not watching right now is super awesome and interesting. Third and eight handoff Najee Najee full out of steam Najee first down deep inside Notre Dame territory I already mentioned that or if I did not they are deep inside of Notre Dame territory they're inside I think the 30-yard line of Notre Dame right now Najee Harris 15 rushes 125 yards 8.3 yards per carry First and 10. Mac Jones and the pistol. Bang. Play action. Oh, batted in the air. Incomplete. It's one of the Notre Dame defensive linemen again. Simon, or it's a linebacker. They read the quick game perfectly. Number 33 that he saw it. Bang. Put his hands up. Mac Jones may have had a touchdown pass to Devontae Smith again if it didn't get batted up in the air. All right, second and 10. Second and 10. Mac Jones, bang, handoff, number four, and he goes nowhere. He may have gained like one or two yards. Najee is on the sideline right now. I would say that Alabama probably gets shut down here on this next play. But again, it's 28-7. to seven. So again, it's not close. <laughs> Ian Book warming up on the sideline right now, trying to get back into the football game for Notre Dame. Does not matter. This game is over with. Third and eight. Mac motions number four in the backfield. Bang. Mac looking fires. It's caught. Not for a first down. It's just caught. All right. Alabama goes off the field. They kick a field goal. It's good. 31. Yikes to seven. So, they're showing Patrick Sertain's highlights, <laughs> which it's like, I, I mean, like, the highlights are no lights because he did nothing all game. They're not throwing him the ball. They threw him the ball last week, more last week than they ever did this week. It really, really sucks. I want to evaluate him as a player, but people just won't throw him the ball. Bang. A, I don't. I don't know. He's work. Eleven's trying to work against him, and I mean the coverage was there. And yikes, man! They just—they fucking can't stop that dude. Or not even stop him. They can't like abuse him. You know, first and ten. Book, looking. Oh god, is that completed? Yeah, that's completed for an awesome catch number 88 Notre Dame for like a 20 30 yard gain flags found the field though what's the call in the field ref let me see it does he catch this ball yeah but it looks like he's out of bounds but it doesn't matter because because um, it's on Dylan Moses number 32 He's supposed to be like one of the best cover corners or cover linebackers in the NFL, excuse me, or next year's draft. But he seems to be struggling right now. First and 10, 12 minutes, 32 seconds left. Ian Book, let's see what happens with him. Bang, Ian going deep. Not even deep, but like for 10 yards for maybe eight to nine, maybe 10 yards. We'll see. Second and 10. What? Second and two. My mind is fried. Javon McKinley, number 88, trying to make something happen. Second and two, bang. They snap it to book, book hands it off to number 23. Number 23 has a first down. Let me stand up. And now he's limping off the football field. This is 23, by the way. This is, like, one of their best football players on the team for Notre Dame. And he's now kind of coming up a little bit limpy here. Let me stand up. Where is my – oh, God. I was so, like, tired that I literally just, like, fell backwards in my chair as I, like, stood up. It's like I accidentally rewound all the way to the start of this Notre Dame drive. Jesus Christ, man. All right. Now they're across midfield. All right. Let me stand up now. Jesus Christ, I'm tired. How am I tired? It's only like seven o'clock and I've only been at podcasting this podcast for over an hour. But boy, what an hour it's been. Hold on. Goodness gracious. First and ten. I, I got to fucking stop eating so much and getting the itis and getting these sugary diets and stuff like that. That's what I got to fucking stop doing. I look like Batman I'm, or, you know, one of those people from Harry Potter, one of those hooded people. I'm in a blanket right now, a full blanket. Gosh, man, it does. it's not as long as one of my other blankets, but it is very comfortable. Second and three now, Alabama. They try to stop Notre Dame. I mean, Notre Dame is trying to be stopped. Not trying to be stopped, but they, you know, they're trying to do something. They also put in another quarterback, number three. I think they take out Ian Book. Is Ian Book trying to get into this year's draft? I think he's a good quarterback. I haven't done, like, a full evaluation on him, but, you know. Oh, no, never mind. They put in Ian Book again and said they take out number three. They put in Book, Ian, quick pass to the tight end 87 inside Alabama territory for first down, but it does not fucking matter. Jesus H Christ, let me take off my chains. I got like, I'm wearing, I'm going two chains. It's a lot of hardware, man. Goodness Again, like when I first got my samurai chain, From Cyberpunk, I shit you not, I was surprised at how heavy it was. Because it, like, it didn't hurt my neck. It just, like, it felt incredibly heavy, and now it doesn't feel heavy at all. Ian Book throws a touchdown pass to number 87. I think maybe Sertain was in coverage. I think it was. I think he was. Yeah, he was. I can already see. No, he wasn't. He was guarding number 11. And then they handed it off. No, you know, certain wasn't in coverage. Number nine, Jordan Battle was. There's flags on the field. It looks like it's going up against Notre Dame. Yeah, they're already calling off the touchdown. Illegal shift. Notre Dame. Bang. And then he throws it in the back of the end zone. It's first and 15 now. Ian Book, quick pass, 87, nowhere for like three or four yards. Yeah, um, this is starting to look like kind of pathetic. Like, oh, man, you know how like you know that certain teams aren't going to be in the football game and things of that nature? Like this is one of those times where I'm like, yeah, Notre Dame is done. Like everything that they're doing is like screaming of not understanding how dire the situation is in. Like, essentially, Alabama is like a boa constrictor, and Notre Dame is just, like, is just, like, saying, no, stop squeezing me, stop killing me, no, no. Instead of, like, actively trying to pull the snake off of them, they're just like, no, stop, 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 I don't like being squeezed, you know. They're just, like, there's just, there's just no will to die, or not no, no will to die, no will to live, you know or they're just like more specifically it's not that there's no will to live more specifically right they're tr- they're breathing in super hard right so the constrictor just keeps on fucking squeezing and squeezing and squeezing hard that's what's happening did they just go for it on fourth down and just miss a touchdown pass was it fourth down or is it was it third down and now it's 4th and 10. Yeah, it is now 4th and 10. Anyways, um, if the whole purpose of the game is to win the game, then they've, they've needed to have started, especially in the second half, to go fast here. But they, I, like, I can't even tell you what they did for the first half. Or not the first half, but, like, they needed to go fast in the second half. And it's like, you know, the whole game management stuff, it doesn't work anymore, so... Now, Alabama recovers, making it 31-7, to and now Alabama's probably going to go down and score. And on top of that, I have no fast forward left on my DVR. Is that AT&T girl again. I've seen way too many ads of hers already to date. Like, how many ads is he in, bro? God. Not to say that, you know, it's a bad thing or whatever. It's just like, I just got to ask, like, is she honestly getting paid for every single appearance? Again, I would hope so. By the way, big shout out to T Swizzle. Again, she's, again, does Does Taylor Swift have a similar contract? Does she like, does she get a lump sum of money or does she get paid for every single time she appears in an ad? Because again, Capital One is using, you know, like she's in the Capital One commercial, right? And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, she's picking out a cardigan and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, by the way, a little bit of context to this. This is a cool Capital One commercial because she's wearing the braid that she wears in Evermore, for example. Which I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yep. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens. With, um, I don't even know who's... I don't even know who they're trying to show. They're trying to show... The 1942 Rose Bowl game, Duke Stadium, Durham, North Carolina, okay. They're showing that the Rose Bowl, by the way, it wasn't in Carolina, or not Carolina, California anymore. It's in Texas this year at AT&T Stadium. So they, our guests are showing me the history or whatever or of the Rose Bowl and of Notre Dame and Alabama. I don't care about bowl games, I'm not going to lie to you. First and ten, uh, if players don't care, I don't care. First and ten, quick pass out. Devontae Smith, I'm tired. Nope, it's not even Devontae. It's number eight, it's Miche or Mechie, depending on how you enunciate his last name. Alabama's rolling. They see me rolling and tied in. I know nobody says that in Alabama but I'm gonna like butcher roll tide I don't know I like good football programs I know a lot of people don't I I love the page I love teams that win so I love the Patriots naturally I love Alabama naturally Clemson Ohio State even I'm like I love winning football programs I hate losing football programs as well which is why I'm irked by the Dallas Cowboys and also not really because they'll have a high draft pick, hopefully, by losing against the Giants tomorrow or Sunday, actually. Lose, Cowboys. Lose. All right. So now, after a couple of plays... Alabama is at their own 26-yard line now. Play action. Mac looks, fires off the hands of Devontae Smith. My, and by off the hands, I mean literally, like off it, it, it hit him right in his hands. I've never seen that before in my entire life. Personal foul, roughing the passer. That's the first play. Or call against Notre Dame all day long. I wonder if this game will ever, like... If this game will divulge into a fight as well, like it did yesterday. And yep, that is uh, P.I. Or not P.I., but roughing the passer. And the Notre Dame player is like, what did I do? What did I do? It's like you hit the quarterback way after the ball was released. What do you think you did? Yeah, I think this should be... um, the Patriots new quarterback. I think so. I think he would be awesome in the Bill Belichick, Josh McDaniel system. Um, all the Patriots now need to do is get him a wide receiver. Excuse me. Keep in mind, Patriots could have had DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, uh, Chase Claypool, Michael Pittman Jr., and a bevy of other names. What they got was, uh, Who do they get? Nikhil Harry. That's it. And Jacoby Myers and like other players as well. And then you hear reports about how Julian Edelman may or may not be coming back to New England. Goodness gracious. First and 15. Pitch play number four. Goes for like five to six yards reason why I'm not fast-forwarding through the game is that I said I was going to watch the entirety of the game. And, again, uh, there is, like, I don't know what Notre Dame's, like, plan was, you know, coming out of the locker room. I really, really don't. There's, like, six minutes, 45 seconds left in the ballgame, and it's just, like, they haven't scored in Alabama. People are going to be like, wow, Notre Dame really stuck at Alabama. It's like, bro, they won by— 24 points Alabama did right and the whole concept of what Notre Dame wanted to do was play game manager which they did they 1000% did do that right but the issue is is that it did nothing on the game it didn't impact the game in any way positively for Notre Dame because they couldn't stop Alabama offensively right talked about it especially in the second, not second half, first half. Couldn't stop them defensively or offensively specifically. They couldn't stop Alabama's offense, right? And because of that, you go into the second half and your offense is now kind of janky because you're like, we got to score a lot of points this, this half to be able to be in the game and you don't, and now you're, it's the bottom of the fourth quarter and now you're probably going to run some game manager type of offense and be like, yeah, we're just going to do that now. We're going to essentially just throw in the towel. Again, there's five minutes left and you're down 24 points, but essentially the offense that you've been running for the entirety of the game is, you know, is the offense that you've, not the offense that you've been running for the entirety of the game, but the offense that you've, you know, tried to run for the entirety of the game is the reason why you're losing the game. Mac Jones has to sit down and look at the sideline as this team has to punt again. It doesn't matter. Notre Dame's lost again terribly. Some people would have said, well, if this team had been here, this game would have been maybe Oklahoma, maybe Oklahoma, this game would have been a little bit more competitive, but to be honest with you, I'm pretty sure even Oklahoma would have gotten blown out by Alabama, like blown out Alabama is just too awesome. It is what it is. Now I'm getting an ad for Chevrolet cars and trucks and stuff like that. It's like, no, I don't want a new car. I like my old car. They're showing the Water Boys as well from Notre Dame. Ian Book quick pass 25 nowhere the clock is ticking like you got to take shots man when are you going to run play action and take a shot you should take a shot right now bang deep drop back book looking downfield he's got him on a crossing route four first down and like maybe 10 to 15 yards They're showing another player who's hurt for Notre Dame and they're talking about how he's like one of the more pivotal players on offense for them and it's like it doesn't matter. (laughs) He wasn't like a wide receiver. He was like a blocking player, a blocking tight end it looked like, to me at least. It's like it doesn't matter. He wouldn't have made that much of an impact if any. Let me go ahead and move my pillows over to this chair. Because I want to take a nap all right second and seven with like four minutes left Ian book trying to make something happen he's rolling to his left and he gets sacked by two nine you know what I can't learn from this game I can't watch Patrick Sertain and be like yeah Patrick Sertain really did his job against other, uh, some of the other players because he didn't like Patrick Sertain wasn't utilized at all or not utilized, but he wasn't like tested. You know what I'm saying? He just wasn't tested. They didn't throw the ball his way at all. It's like, I can't evaluate him that way. Third and eight, three minutes, 40 seconds, another blitz. I love how like some of the stuff that Notre Dame is doing or has done for the entirety of the game Alabama is now like mimicking and trying to do themselves. And now Notre Dame is going to be like, well, we're going to punt. Cause we're down and we're out and we can't win. We know it. Hold on. Somebody was popping fireworks outside of my house. And it's like, that shit should have been gone. Like like I was I'm I'm getting like drowsy, right? And I'm like, I'm 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 casting the podcast. I'm on the podcast, right? And I hear this loud explosion outside of my window, and I'm like, wait, what is that? Like somebody's popping off fireworks in their own backyard, and it's like, bro, New Year's is today. You're like a day late on popping firecrackers. Like, dude, I'm tired. I want to go to sleep for like 20 to 30 minutes. And I have almost run out of fast forward. I mean, it's getting close. It's definitely, it definitely is getting close. They're showing an athlete who I don't know who that is. Drinking Gatorade. Don't know who that guy is. They're showing Justin Fields walk out onto the football field. We will fast forward through Clemson versus Ohio State if it gets out of control. I'm going to sleep for like maybe an hour because I've essentially run out of fast forward. So we'll see what happens. Showing the national championship, the advertisement for it. Hold on. Hold on. was yesterday and I saw like some of the fireworks happen or pop off like first and foremost he was firing a Roman candle two seconds like honestly I gotta watch yeah I see him in the dark can see them. They're like outside, right? They're popping off fireworks. They don't know what they're doing. Like they're popping off Roman candles, right? I saw one of them pop off Roman candles and it's like, if you don't know what a Roman candle is, it's, it's one of the sticks that you like, you know, that you like wave around in the air and it pops off fireworks. And so it's like, it's a classic and he's like, it looked like he was holding the Roman candle down towards the ground. So the fireworks were popping off literally like right next to him instead of going up in the air. Hold on. Watching this disaster is just like goodness gracious. And the thing is, right? Thing is, they're not it's, like, pitch black outside. I would be able to, like, they're using, like, headlights. They I would be able to see the lights that they're using, right? So, they're popping off fireworks in the dark, which is, like, super dangerous. It's not dangerous to pop off. Like, you can't, like, they don't have any lights on. Like, I don't know how they're seeing the, the wicks or the licks, the wicks, or where they're supposed to fire off fireworks. Two seconds. Can't find the wig. I'm watching them like right outside my window. I'm like, cause I, you know, from the country I hold on. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know what they bought. I think they bought some type of canister or something like that. I don't know, it's weird. Whatever they bought but I'm watching them and I'm just like, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. Anyways, fourth down now, as I got super distracted by the fireworks, I'm like, bro, New Year's was yesterday. New Year's Eve was yesterday. I'm just like, that scared the shit out of me. That woke me up. And yeah, now they have this number three guy out there taking shots and throwing passes or catching or is, is he the quarterback or is Ian Book the quarterback or no? Number three is a wide receiver. Never mind. Then why did ESPN show him like he was a damn quarterback? I don't I don't get it. Ian Buck going to take a shot. Sertain. Intercepted. Or it looks like he did. He just threw it up for grabs. Patrick Sertain in coverage against number 11. You can't do that. He looked for him. He got him. By he got him, I mean, he didn't have him at all. Patrick Sertain got his head around. I think he got the ball. I think he picked him. I think that may have been his first. (laughs) I think, I think they, they, that was his first attempt. Bang. No, he didn't catch it. He was out of bounds. Mm -mm -mm. Hold on. I see it. Yep, he's out of bounds. What? 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 Alabama, not Alabama, Nick Saban just got a, uh, an unsportsmanlike conduct on. (laughs) He just got an unsportsmanlike conduct. I love Nick Saban. I love Nick Saban. He's awesome. First, first throw to Patrick and it is almost an interception. This game's over with. I am going to end the podcast here because it's just, I mean, it's like, it's not a surprise that Alabama stomped the yard Against Notre Dame, thirty-one to seven, and it wasn't even that close. This should have been like a fifty-point ball game, but um, Alabama was like, you know, what? we'll kind of let you guys get off a little bit cleaner than what you should be getting off with, but we'll let you get off. We'll let you get off. I'm tired. I'm gonna like start another save file of Persona Four Golden a little bit, not a lot, just a small, I may play 30 minutes, I want to get my character, I want to get my character in the game, I want to get him in the game, I want to get him in the game, right, I want to get him in the game, I want to get involved, let me get in there, and go ahead and play some Persona 5.
0: Beak, mad.
1: ladies and gentlemen this has been 24's podcast the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet if you like this podcast you can find this pod- podcast excuse me on apple podcast google podcast breaker overcast pocketcast radio public spotify all of the links will be in the description ladies and gentlemen i'll be back in a couple of hours to cast clemson versus Ohio state we're not going to watch the entirety of that game. We didn't watch the entirety of this game either because this game uh it's like Notre Dame is taking forever to lose. I don't know why. But um we're going to watch a lot more football. That was fun. Except at the end when essentially nothing happened in the second half like three points were scored. So yeah, I'll see you um in a couple of hours. Ladies and gentlemen. One of our podcast Free will to
0: die. Others take them with you when they blow sky high. What's the difference? All you get is lost children while the bosses sit up behind the desk and cost billions to blast humans in half into calves and arms. Only one side is allowed to have bombs. It's like making a soldier drop his weapon, shooting them and telling them to get to step in. Obviously, they came to portion up his fortune. Sounds to me like that old robbery extortion. Same game can't reform them that mary was going around with an old flame that burned me up because i knew he was just beating her alive but the guy really spent his money like water i think he was connected so i left outside it was raining cats and dogs i was feeling mighty blue and everything looked black but i carried on